This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here comes the 3-1. And that's grounded sharply. Correa to his left in the ship. Leaves over Altuve. Throws to first in time for the out. Correa to his left. Got to that ground ball. Then had to jump over Altuve before he could get rid of the ball to make the throw. That was like a speed bump. (laughs) Altuve just turned into a little speed bump. That's all it was. As Correa remains perfect on defense this year. This is another Astros podcast. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Alex Cintron, the Astros first base coach and uh, former big league shortstop. You actually played all over the infield during your, your big league career. How much fun is it to watch Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, what they do during games, and also you see all the work they put in uh, before and after games? Yeah, I know. Those two guys are special. Like you say, you mentioned me before. I played in the big league as a shortstop, as a second baseman. I had the opportunity to play with Robbie Alomar back in 2004. You know, I watched the, the way Altuve and Correa go about their business, their work, et- work ethic before the games, their preparation. And during the games, um, Altuve and Correa is always, you know, ahead of the game. They're watching where the location of the pitch is going to be, and they're trying to, to take advantage of that. So it's been great. It's like watching my days, Carl Ricken Jr. and Robbie Alomar in Baltimore. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And, you know, Correa, you know, I mean, okay, so you look at the number, you see a zero in the error column, but that doesn't tell the whole story. He, he looks a lot better at shortstop. What are you seeing that's different for Correa defensively compared to last year? Well, I think this year his um, first step was much better. He's working on that. I think it was the biggest uh, improvement that he has made. I think he focused on that in spring training. He mentioned to Joe, to myself in spring training that, you know, he wants to be one of the best in that aspect. He's been, he been working really hard on that. And, you know, Correa, he's been having a good habit of fielding ground balls with one hand. So, you know, you don't see that much often. But he's 6'4". And probably that's a comfortable way. You know, a lot of guys who are smaller, it's easy to go two hands to the ball like Lindor does. Mm-hmm. But Carlos has been too tall. I think he feels comfortable going one hand to the ball. So I think, you know, one hand to the ball plus first day has been a different this year on Carlos. You know, and you and Carlos both from Puerto Rico, and we've seen so many great baseball players come out of Puerto Rico and infielders. You mentioned uh, uh, Roberto Alomar, one of the all-time greats. Who are some of the, the players you idolized growing up in, in Puerto Rico and, and becoming an infielder? Yeah, definitely was Robbie Alomar. Mm-hmm. You know, we're number 12 before in the past because of him. And I became a trader because of Robbie Alomar. Him and, and Carlos Barriga was the two guys that I always um, watched, the mm-hmm. guy that I always followed when I was a young guy because I was a street trader like them. I had the opportunity to play with both of them, the same team, back in all three or four in Arizona. And, um, you know, watching Carlos, like, like people say, it's a lot of good shorts of uh, Simmons and you see Lindor here. And, you know, Bogart, Didi, but, you know, watching Carlos every day is impressed um, the way he goes about his business. And it's a guy that can go one for five or for four, but he's going to go out there and make plays. He's not going to give up, and he's going to play defense for you. So don't think about a guy who's a number four hitter that you're going to expect numbers. It's going to give up in defense because he's off for four. No, he's going to go out there. And he he takes pride of that. He's so mature that he can be off for four and make a great play and want you to value his defense and ask you, hey, what you think about this? 
display that I made today. He don't even talk to you about my offer four, my hit, all my homers, he hit a homer. He just care about the play that he had made defensively. So that's that means a lot, and that say a lot about Carlos. Now you look at Correa, you know, number one overall pick in, in the draft back in 2012, and he came out of that the Puerto Rico Baseball Academy, and that, I know that's been an issue for a long time. Was uh, you know, once Puerto Rican players got exposed to the draft and no longer could be signed as undrafted free agents, you started to not see quite as many guys come come from out there. How important is it to to have like those academies? And I know Major League Baseball chips in. Carlos Beltran has an academy to to get some of those players in Puerto Rico more exposure. Yeah, it's really important because sometimes you know, scouts and people don't get to the small country where I'm from. It's a small country for me to to get drafted in the round back in 2000 and, um, 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to put myself in exposure to go to the to the downtown area, San Juan, Caguas, you know, places that there are people goes because um, if not, they're not going to go to small countries. It's kind of dangerous sometimes and they're on the road. So, you know, having those schools, it's easy for the scouts to go to those specific schools and watch those kids. And, you know, in the past, you know, there's a lot of free agency, but, you know, you don't have the money, you cannot afford that, you cannot drive to those places, you cannot pay tournament, you cannot do a lot of stuff. But having the academy in the school that helped the kids and to get exposure that they need to and so it's really important for, for Puerto Rico to have those academy. I think you know Miami Baseball doing a good job supporting and still helping and they want they want to still develop those guys and hopefully we can have more you know Mario League Puerto Rican players in, in the teams, you know, like I say right now I think it's like twenty and then you know it's um it's before you used to see more than that, you know, superstars like the Gatos used to be like six, seven catchers, all star right. like Benito right. Santiago, Sandy Alomar, uh, Javi Lopez, mentioned a couple of the old guy, Posh Rodriguez and Benji the Molina's guy. It was a lot of guys and now you see few and then more important you only see like catchers and middle infield. So you don't yeah. see much pitcher, you don't see much outfielders. Um in the game as a Puerto Rican, neither first baseman. So, you know, after Carlos Delgado, I cannot remember another good first baseman yeah. in Puerto Rico. Alex Centrone, Astros first base coach. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you very much. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field. And you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros. Network. My guest today on Astro Launch is Brad Mills, of course, the former manager for the Astros and longtime bench coach with Terry Francona. And Brad, you ever think about perhaps that you may have spent more time with Terry Francona than your wife? That's that's scary. Yeah. And that's the truth, probably. <laughs> but it's uh, it's scary. There's there's no doubt. You know, it's, this baseball life, you're you're on the field at the ballpark uh, all the time. So 39 years. Uh, with Terry, almost 40 with my wife, yeah. it's probably uh, it's, it's probably pretty close. You know, the season's longer than the offseason, right? Oh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> right, when did you guys first meet? Was it college? Was that, was that the first time you and Terry Francona met? First time we met was uh, in college at the University of Arizona. And um, he was laying on a couch, and, he, and then we were introducing ourselves around the room, and I introduced myself and said, Hi, I'm Brad Mills. He lifts up his hand and said, I, I'm uh, this guy with with hair down past his shoulders. Really? You look at him now, he doesn't have any hair at all. <laughs> he had hair down past his shoulders then. And uh, red Chuck Taylors and cut off uh, shorts. And uh, he said, hi, I'm Terry Francona. And uh, the next day, the the hair was gone. Really? And, uh, and the, no, no more baggy or cut off uh, uh, Levi jeans. So it was... Um, 
he got cleaned up in a hurry. You know, you guys uh, are right down the road from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He would have fit in perfectly, right? Oh, I think he was <laughs> envisioning that maybe, you know, since he was, uh, he was, you know, his dad had played with Cleveland, so he yeah. probably had that all set up. Who on this team has, has the coolest rock and roll hair? Oh, man. Well, I would have to say Lindor did. And then he cut it all off. Yeah, what the guy that pitched Thursday night. Clevenger, he looks like a drummer. How about Clev, man? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. I keep thinking of him, you know, he has Indian blood in him. And, oh, he that, does? and that's the reason he has the long hair. That's cool. When you were managing the Astros, a couple of their players came up when you were the manager, and they're still on this team right now. I wanted to get your impression of first Jose Altuve, and secondly, Dallas Keiko, who's turned into what we know is a Cy Young Award winner now. You know, I, I'm so happy for these guys, uh -huh. and, and uh, Marlon Gonzalez also. Yeah. Um, he came came over. Those three guys, and especially the two you mentioned, I'm just thrilled to death for them, uh, the city of Houston, mm -hmm. uh, to what you guys were able to accomplish last year. Sure. It's absolutely outstanding, and everybody in their front office uh, deserves accolades and and AJ and, and and so forth because of what they've done. It's absolutely outstanding. But uh, also, there's going to be a little softness in my heart for those two guys. Yeah. Because I happened to be around when they first, like you said, made an appearance. And, and to see them grow and, and to become the players they have. You know, if, if I'm going to sit here and tell you that I saw that, I'm, uh, that, that that's not the truth. Yeah. But I did see them being very good uh, major league players with the ability to become what they are. And I, and I think a lot of guys did there. And sure enough, they have, they, they have the IQ to do it, uh, the desire to do it, and the love for the game to do it. And uh, that it all is entered in. Right. That's the, that's the deal with Altuve. It's the desire. Was there, was there talk in the coach's room when you guys were at Minute Maid Park saying, man, this guy's going to make the most of his ability. I don't know where, where the ceiling is, but it's not going to be for lack of trying with Altuve. No, it's not at all. You know, Al Padrique was, uh, was on our staff there. And, you know, he was the one that really was, you know, that was watching him during the, during the tryouts and so forth in Venezuela. And he saw that, and he knew that, and and I and I think he's the one that really kind of told us, hey, keep an eye on this guy. And you know, when we first called him up in spring training to play some games in in, in spring training, and and saw the way he played the game, and he was our star player yeah. right off the bat, coming up from Abel, and he did a great job then, and and he came up during that season, and he obviously there's there's no looking back. And real quick, Brad, uh, talk about these two teams when they match up for us. As broadcasters, it's a lot of fun. Two really good baseball teams. There, there's, there's no doubt. I, th I think, uh, um, you know, obviously what has happened the last couple of years with with uh, the Astros and then with the Indians the last four or five years, the times that we've got in there, you, you know it's going to be a good battle, a good game. And uh, the games uh, so far, all five games, have been close at least till the, near the end of the game. Yeah, sure. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, but... You know, pitching is is key on on every part, and obviously, you're you know how, how good the pitching is on your side, yeah. and uh, our our starters have done a good job, and our our relievers are still finding their kind of groove to, to be able to fit fit in, uh, but it's fun playing against good ball clubs, yeah. and I hopefully uh, they'll they feel the same way, and and uh, it, it's a good battle. Brad, it's always great to see you. Thanks for taking the time and catching up. Thanks, Sparky. Appreciate it, man. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 